another solo episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. For this episode, we're going to do a special little segment right at the beginning because Mother's Day is this weekend. So heads up for everyone listening, Mother's Day is this weekend. Do not forget about your mom. Do not forget about yourself. Make sure your husband is aware of what you want for Mother's Day. Make it very clear. I know that works better in my house when I do that. But I have someone with me that's going to talk about Mother's Day. I have a really special guest. Did you want to introduce yourself? Connor. I am joined by Connor, my son. He wanted to come on the podcast. He's been asking me for so long. So I thought, you know, you can come on and do a little Mother's Day segment with me. So why don't you tell everyone about you? What do you like? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Um, my favorite color is orange. Yeah, and what's your favorite food? Candy. Candy. That's good. And what's your favorite thing to do in school? Color. Color. Yeah, you're pretty good at coloring. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Mother's Day. Okay. So what what are we going to do on Mother's Day? Like, what do you think we do to celebrate Mother's Day? You give mom something to eat. You're going to get me something to eat? Yeah? What are you going to make me? Coffee. Oh, you know I love coffee, right? Yes. Yeah. And what else? Is there and anything? why do you have my computer? I don't have your computer. And, okay, I have one last question for you. What makes a good mom? What do you think makes a good mom? I like... How come I'm a good mom? Because I love you. Oh, I love you too. But is there anything specific that I do that makes me a good mom? Um, 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 nothing. <laughs> nothing? All right, then. You hear it here first, folks. I don't do much, but he loves me. So that's our segment over. He has been asking me to come on the podcast, and I'm like, you know what? Sure. Come on. We'll talk about Mother's Day. And uh, yeah, everything he said he wanted to say, it's it, that's gone. That's out the window now. That The mic is actually in front of him, of course, right? Anyway, so that is really how my whole day has been. I am working from home today and I'm just like not 100% feeling well. And both of the kids actually have like snotty noses, nothing crazy, no COVID or anything like that, but just, you know, enough symptoms that they can't go to school or Connor can't go to school. So both of the kids are home today and I am like so overstimulated so touched out and so you guys all wanted me to talk about mommy rage and I think that mommy rage goes hand in hand with being touched out and overstimulated so yeah it's just today has been a day and I have been feeling the mommy rage today and so I thought you know what I am totally taking this topic and we're gonna talk about it because also Today, as I'm recording, not as you're listening, is Maternal Mental Health Day. And there is nothing more important to me than providing, you know, factual information or lived experiences about maternal mental health. Because as you guys all know, that's like the basis of where this podcast was born from. So it's important to always 
share how we're really feeling, share what we're going through, because that's how you really can fuel another mom's um, power. You can, you know, validate her feelings. You can just like say the shit that other moms are scared to say, because it is scary, but we all experience it. So let's talk mommy rage. As all most of you know, who has listened to me from the beginning, I struggled at uh, after I had Scarlett with postpartum rage. And I have told that story on the podcast before. I'm not going to talk about it again now, but postpartum rage is a thing. It's really serious and it should not be something that's ignored. And I think anger particularly is such an interesting symptom because it's so different, right? Like it's so different than anxiety. It's so different than depression, but it's not taken as seriously as those two, but it can actually be a symptom of either of those things. So I find it really interesting that like anger is still kind of looked at as like, oh, a normal emotion, which don't get me wrong, it is. But when you're feeling that mommy rage, like persistently, when it's like, a common feeling in your day to day or most of your days, or if the mommy rage is kind of taking over a majority of your days, like I would start tracking how many days per month and you will significantly see a pattern sometimes. And my advice to anybody who sees a pattern in their mommy rage, get it checked out. It can be such a serious symptom that is so easily overlooked and like There's nothing worse than feeling like a raging mom, right? Like we all have done that where we freak out on our kids and then go down that shame spiral. Now, imagine living in that shame spiral spiral day to day. It's, It's really hard. It's a really hard cycle to break. And so, um, you're not alone if you're going through it. But in particular for today's episode, I think I just want to talk about rage in general because I find a lot of us talk about this like mommy rage feeling where for me anyways, I think it has a lot to do with control. So for instance, today I am feeling really overstimulated by my kids. I've have, I've got so much going on, right? Like I'm trying to work on the podcast. I'm trying to grow my audience. I'm trying to work from home on my full-time job that actually pays my bills which keeps me insanely busy. I am also trying to parent two sick kids while I'm here and all they want is me. And I've had Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting today. And so I've been really lucky and I have a really supportive spouse who kind of allows me to lock myself in the basement and says, guys, mom has to work. But as soon as I go upstairs, they're like, mom, 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 mom. And they just want me. And quite frankly, I want to be left alone. And so when I can't be left alone, because I have been technically left alone, like say for X amount of hours, because I've been downstairs on Zoom meetings, I feel a little bit guilty. So I'm going to allow Chris to have a break and I will take over. But now like the mommy rage starts to boil, right? Because I haven't actually had a break. Neither has he, but we're we're talking about me here. So (laughs) sorry, Chris. But so, you know, I go upstairs and they, they're clung to me, right? And the worst part about this 
is they just missed me. They missed me so much. And I was just downstairs. So my like adult brain works like, okay, guys, I was downstairs. I was literally still in the same house. I was downstairs. It's not that big of a deal that I was gone, right? Like that's where my head goes to. But their head is like, oh my God, I haven't seen my mom all day. I missed her so much. I love her. I just want to sit with her. But I get to a place sometimes where it's like, I don't want you to sit with me. I don't want you to hang off of me. I just want to be left alone. And I'm kind of in one of those moods today. So I finally got everybody lunch and then we got settled and the kids wanted to have some quiet time, I think, because they're not feeling 100%. So I'm like, okay, that sounds great. So I'm thinking, okay, we'll put on a movie. I'm going to take my lunch. We're going to have some downtime. It's going to be phenomenal. And what happens? They are now fighting over who gets to sit where, who's sitting beside me, who gets to snuggle with me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to move to the middle and one of you can be on one side and then one of you can be on the other side. But then I'm irritated, right? Because then they're both on me. And I can't really stretch my legs out or eat just whatever, right? And it's like, okay, I'm feeling the guilt again because all they want is to snuggle and lay with their mom. But I am in this space today where it's like, please just leave me alone for five minutes. And I'm not getting the five minutes. I, I've already known that. Well, I guess I'm getting however many minutes it's taken me to record this podcast. But even still to come down to report, record the podcast. They both were like, why are you going downstairs? Why do you have to work? What are you doing? You know, and part of it breaks your heart, but also it's like, oh my God, like they will not leave me alone. They have followed me into every bathroom break I needed today. Literally anytime we, I took them outside, anytime I needed to come into the house to pee, they both wanted to come with me. And I was like, guys, you can stay out here. I'm literally going to be right back. And they're like, no, no, I want to come with you. So it's one of those days for them, but it also happens to be one of those days for me where I'm just like, oh my God. So the mommy rage is real for me today. And I'm just, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like overstimulation and feeling overwhelmed as a mom kind of leads to this mommy rage. So like, if you've got the kids like iPads going and you've got like a lot of background noise and another kid is crying or you've got the TV on and they're crying or the tablets, you know, it's just sometimes I find the noise stimulates the hell out of me. And then if one of them starts crying, it's just like, oh my God, I cannot handle this. Or if they start fighting, it's like next level. So if you notice that the noise is a thing for you, I think it is a real thing. I think the overwhelming sounds in our household are definitely a piece to our mommy rage and a piece to our overstimulation. I also find I can become like so touched out, like actually touched out because I am so overwhelmed by young little tiny people being physically on top of me all the time or always wanting my to hold my hand or always wanting to lay with me or just whatever always wanting to be in the freaking bathroom with me you know the privacy it's not always there and they love me and it, some days I know I sit there and I think yes I know Karen <laughs> the one day these days will be gone but on the days when they're hard they're hard so 
don't let that bullshit bring you down. Because if you're having a hard time and you're having a hard day and you're like, oh my God, please just leave me alone. Please do not sit there and go, but one day they will leave me alone and I'll be so sad. Because yes, it is true, but it actually doesn't help anything and it's all a bunch of bullshit. So just allow yourself to feel those feelings and like, just be okay with the fact that sometimes our kids are annoying and sometimes they annoy the hell out of us. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad mom. And it also doesn't mean that you love them any less. So, you know, even as I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, oh God, I hope no one thinks that I just like hate my kids. And, you know, I even catch myself in those moments. It's like, of course you don't hate your kids. You're just a mom who's trying her best. And some days are just really overwhelming and really hard. And that's it. And so I also find with mom rage, particularly, I can get really pissy when control is a bit of an issue. So I do not think, well, I think I am now, but I've never thought of myself as like a control freak before. And then I became a mom and I don't know about any of you that are listening, but I feel like when you become a mom, this like need for control comes in. And I don't know if that's because like our day to day for the first little while is so chaotic and so unpredictable that we just feel like we have to control other things like feed times, nap schedules, I don't know, like our own foods. Just there's so many things, right? I can't Think of something particular that I tried, the nap schedule. The nap schedule was definitely a big one for me, but it kind of helped ease my control because it was like the night times were so chaotic, but I could kind of get Connor on a daytime schedule when he was really little. So it was like, I would not break that daytime schedule because he actually was asleep for, you know, X amount of time. Um, so sometimes I think the control part makes sense, but also sometimes it adds to that mommy rage. So I also find when I'm trying to control too many things, that mommy rage comes out. So sometimes I have to take a step back and look at my expectations of whatever it is that's going on. So one example that I can think of is trying to get everybody out the door. I'm alone on the weekends with the kids because Chris is at work. And I find if we have like a play date or we're meeting someone at the park, even if we're just going to get groceries, even if it's something that doesn't have like a start time. When I'm trying to load them up into the car, get their shoes on, their coats on, whatever, I find when I start to lose control of that, it makes me really mad. Like if I've asked, you know, Connor's old enough to put on his own shoes. So if I've asked him to put on his shoes and he hasn't yet, it can make, it can make me really angry. Like I have to like take a minute because I'm like, okay, like we got to go. We got to go. We got to be here at whatever time I want to get this done. And sometimes I have to actually sit and like kind of remind myself, like, you know, if we don't get to the park at exactly 10 o'clock to meet whoever, like that's okay. Like people understand that kids kind of make you late sometimes or grocery shopping why am I in such a rush to go grocery shopping with two kids? Like we can go whenever the store is open until 9 PM. Even if it takes from like 10 AM till 9 PM for Connor to put his shoes on, like we can still go. And 
that has been helpful for me to actually like sit with it and realize sometimes how ridiculous it is. And I'm trying to control such a situation that really doesn't need to be controlled, right? Because the end result is like, no one's going to die if we're late to the park or don't get to the grocery store before noon or whatever the case may be. Obviously a little bit different if you had a doctor's appointment or something where you're like, okay, I need to be here at a specific time. Then I feel like your mommy rage is a little bit more valid. (laughs) But if you're someone that experiences that mom rage, you are not alone. And like I said earlier, I think if your irritability is affecting your day-to-day life, please check in with your healthcare provider. Check in with your OB, your family doctor, um, your social worker, psychotherapist, you know, whoever it is that you have to lean on. Or if you have a friend, um, another mom, your mom, whoever, just lean on someone if you're like, you know what, I feel like this anger is sitting with me a little bit more than it should. But if you're having like situational mom rage, I think sometimes it's it's warranted, but I think we all do it. I think we all get really angry. I find like a lot of moms like talk about anger all the time. Like it's just something, it's an emotion that we all kind of stick with at some point. I don't know if it's just because like as parents, we get so overwhelmed and so frustrated so quickly. Like as my kids are getting older, things get easier physically, but also like mentally, I'm even more frustrated sometimes. So I'm not really sure, but if you have like situational mom rage, you are also so not alone and you are so not a bad mom and, you know, just do your best. And when you freak out and you mom rage on everybody, just say you're sorry. That always works. And soon enough, you'll be in the same situation as I am where you have said so sorry so many times that now when you do it, your children will turn to you and say, you're not supposed to yell at me. <laughs> so that's what I get now. Please don't yell at me. You're not supposed to yell at me. Or sometimes my daughter says, you're being so mean to me. And uh, sometimes I am. <laughs> sometimes she's not wrong. So she checks me. But yeah, mommy rage is real. If it really is bothering you more than you think, check in with somebody because you're not alone And you are so worth getting help and you are so worth like having a bigger conversation and please stop eating yourself up for having mom rage because we all have mom rage. We all just don't want to admit it. Thank you guys again for another episode. And if this is an episode that you have enjoyed, please share it on social media. Please leave a written review on the podcast. Every time a written review is put down. It helps the podcast grow. Please share the podcast all over your social media platforms. Send it out to every mom available so that we can try and normalize this shit more and more and more. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you soon. See ya.